What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hey, Deejans, it is Monday, November 13th. We recap week 10 in the NFL, and then we're going to play some bets. Monday Night Football, NBA, NHL. I'm Mad Max. Joining me, the one and only Sex Panther. Panther, your countdown to vacation begins today. Uh, full disclosure, I've been counting down since last week. Every morning I wake up, I have this many more working days left. Um, on my way back home, so this day is kind of almost over. Four working days left, then we're off to Vegas. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about Vegas in this week ten touchdown. It's not where we're starting, but we will get there, and you'll get there soon. So yes, countdown for Panthers vacation. Countdown until we talk about the Raiders in the touchdown. But let's start off in Germany, where I will say this statement, Panther: the Patriots do not have a quarterback controversy because they don't have any good quarterbacks. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Um, Mac Jones benched for throwing a dumb pass, and then right after that, Bailey Zappi threw a bad pass to end the game. Uh, Colts beat the Patriots 10-6 in Germany. Uh, That game was more suited for Thursday night than it was for a German crowd. Uh, Panther, Patriots, should they just bench Mac Jones? Uh, Should they keep him out there and lose? I mean, what do do they do from here on out? I think you have to give Bailey Zappi a chance. I think you have to see what he's got. It's tough for any quarterback, um, especially when you've been a career, although he's only been on the team two or three years. Uh, back up to come in with the game on the line, drive down the field. I think they have the ball at their own 11-yard line. So there was a lot asked of him to come in cold and drive the team down. He threw an interception, but we saw Bailey Zappi last year, and we liked Bailey Zappi. I think even going into this season, we've never been high on Mac Jones. We're halfway through the season now. Mac Jones has shown what he has and what he doesn't have, and I think that potential marriage is over. Bailey Zappi, I think, will get an opportunity from here on out to see if they're drafting a quarterback in next year's draft. And might I digress, maybe look for a new head coach. Cough, cough. Uh, But, yeah, I think Zappi gets a chance. 
maybe he's not the guy. It is a quarterback-rich draft, as we've talked about many times, and the Patriots are going to have a high enough pick to have their pick of the litter. Uh, but I do believe Zappi will get an opportunity moving forward. Yeah, I think I mentioned it. There are rumors that Bill Belichick could be, quote-unquote, traded or go to the Washington Commanders. There is some chatter there that the Commanders' new ownership would would want him in there to kind of kickstart this new franchise. Uh, Sam Howell actually putting up some big numbers. I think he leads the league in passing yards right now. So maybe the commanders think that Sam Howell could be a guy and, and maybe, maybe Belichick does that uh, jump that ship. Now it's weird because apparently Robert Kraft does actually like Mac Jones and you're getting that weird sensation that, Oh man, is he going to side? Like remember Tom Brady? He's, he kind of sided with Tom Brady instead of uh Belichick wanted to go with Garoppolo. Well, Kraft was right there. <laughs> Just saying Kraft ended up being right <laughs> over the uh, Tom Brady versus Garoppolo thing. Um, but there are rumors that he actually likes Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is a starting quarterback in this league. I'd like to see a little bit more from Zappi last year showed promise. And then he kind of faded and, and, and crapped out, but maybe he just didn't have enough. Maybe they, they gave up on him a little too much last year. I like Zappi over Mac Jones. I think they got to give him a shot. We shall see now a guy that a guy that we don't have to worry about, uh, 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 crap in the bed, I don't think. I'm going to say this. I think this season, and maybe even more than this season, C.J. Stroud might just be a top-five quarterback in this league already. Uh, man, I, I'm struggling here. Let's say I'll, I'll put Mahomes, of course. Jalen Hurts is actually having kind of a little bit of a down year, but I'll still put Jalen Hurts top-five probably put Sue top five. And then the guy that CJ Stout beat yesterday, Joe Burrow would be top five. I mean, you can talk about Josh Allen. You can talk about Justin Herbert. You can talk about Lamar Jackson, former MVP, but the way that fucking CJ Stout is playing, improving the Texans to five and four. No one saw the Texans winning five games this season. They beat the Bengals yesterday, a surging Bengals team. CJ Stout dumped cold water on that. Are you ready to say C.J. Stout is a top five quarterback in this league? You know, it's funny you even go there because I'm even before pre-show, I'm thinking to myself, I know this is going to come up. I know Stroud, that game is going to come up. And I start thinking to myself, top 10, top five, is he elite? Are we ready to anoint him nine games into the season that this guy is one of the premier quarterbacks? I don't see how we can argue against the results. Once again, he goes out there and puts on a show. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe he turned the ball over again. He, he, no he threw one. He threw he one threw interception. One. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I think it's yeah, so he's 15, 15, <laughs> yeah, 15 touchdowns and two interceptions, I think he is this year. On the season. It's, it's just unreal. And you're still talking about guys like Tank Dell and Darren Shaw. I, I don't even know who they're. Noah Brown, I think, is their go-to wide receivers like these are not household names but cj stroud i listen when you go into a team a team that's rebuilding and you do what he's doing much like patrick mahomes did in kansas city you don't have to say you're the leader you just are and these guys are going to follow him I, I love what we're seeing out of him and he even went into cincinnati um he's an ohio kid and did the oh 
in, in the Cincinnati field um, coming from Ohio State. I don't think he did that in any disrespect to the Bengals. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, you don't want to overreact and be like, oh, yeah, this guy's future Hall of Famer. But, man, the results speak for themselves. He, he, he could get close to 5,000 yards in his rookie season. I think he's projected right now for 4,960. So I think he can squeeze another 40 yards in there. You know, he can probably do that. Uh, so projected 4,960 yards, 28 touchdowns, four interceptions. That is what he is projected for. He's already, as I mentioned, 15 touchdowns, two, two interceptions. He got a second one yesterday. Um, Great, great backup quarterbacks, by the way, in Houston. I just, I just, I was just looking at uh, the Houston uh, depth chart here. They've got Case Keenum and Davis Mills. You, t- it's not bad. Let, let's just pause there. Th- these guys could be starters in the league. Like we're talking about fucking Bailey Zappi. Like throw Davis Mills over there. Like <laughs> why not? Why the fuck not? God damn. Um, I don't think I'm going to talk about the Minnesota game. I probably am loath to. I've, I've, I've totally forgot about the Minnesota game. But Josh Dobbs again. He's the fucking starter there in Minnesota. That's for fucking sure. But looking at these backups, man, Case Keenum, Davis Mills. You know, some teams out there might be calling Houston because CJ Stroud is the fucking man. He's not going anywhere. All right, uh, moving on. Where are we going? Point number three. Let's keep Mark Davis away from Harbaugh. <laughs> Uh, Wolverines, of course, they beat up on Penn State. We know that. No Harbaugh in the stands. He was there. He was not there. And now there's rumors swirling, of course, of him pulling a Pete Carroll, getting the fuck out of Dodge before he gets suspended. But not suspended anymore, I guess. Uh, but for the love of God, just Mark Davis, just don't be fooled again. Just stay away. Uh, another Raiders win yesterday, Panther. It looks promising. The Antonio Pierce uh, beginning. Now, I guess it was against the Jets. I, I, I know. Against the Jets, a team that has not scored an offensive touchdown in 11 straight quarters, Panther. There's been 11 quarters of football that have passed, and there has not been an offensive touchdown from the Jets. But a win is a win. Are you ready to give Pierce that extension? Um, I don't think I'm ready just yet, but I'm not looking anywhere else. And they better not be looking at Ann Arbor because it screams a Raider move all over it, but they better not do it. I, how do you how do you ignore the results? Because one of the things that the Raiders had not done, either under Gruden or under McDaniel's, is play good, solid defense. And we can talk about the Raiders' offense being eh, okay, it's not not that explosive, but the defense is actually keeping teams out of the end zone, winning the field position battle, forcing teams to punt. Uh, granted, it's the Jets are struggling, but. If McDaniels was the head coach, the Jets are probably winning this game. The coaching in football matters. And Pierce looks like a guy that this team wants to play for and a, and a guy that wants this job. I don't think they need to be looking over their shoulder at anybody else. It's only week nine, and I think that's why they got rid of McDaniels when they did. Let's give Pierce a good, long Hard look, so you don't fuck up like you did with Basaccia. Uh Some coaches just want to win. Other coaches want to win a specific way. And in doing so, they end up losing. Right? Josh McDaniels wanted to win his way. He wanted to have his fancy fucking offense. He wanted to do things his fucking way. And it didn't result in wins. Pierce just wants to win games. 
You know, it's if you think about this, like, you know, you could be a fucking uh, classically trained boxer, but you put in a street fight with fucking broken glass all around you. You better use the broken glass to fucking stab your opponent. You know, that's Pierce out there. He'll do anything he needs to do to fucking win. He's, he's you know, he's not going to completely forget all that fucking, you know, boxing training that he had out there and, and you know, drop his fucking uh, gloves to, you know, get hit in the face. But he's going to do what it takes to win, as opposed to McDaniels, who's, you know, oh, oh, it's definitely not boxing. Maybe he took ballet or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> I I think Pierce is definitely trending in the right direction, not ready to give him the extension just yet. I totally agree. But yes, let's keep Harbaugh away from Mark Davis. Point number four, Brock looked pretty good out there. Niners had a week off. They got healthy. They cleared their heads. Absolutely dominated fucking dominated a pretty good jaguars team out there it was 34 to 3 it could have been worse panther because there was a fumble recovery that was actually called back because some of the players uh jumped on the field prematurely to celebrate so that score could have been even worse than it actually was you know i picked up brock birdie on waivers this past weekend in my fantasy league he was just hanging out there and i know you and i have been talking about brock birdie because you know he's quarterback on your team or one of the quarterbacks on your team I had I had just a gut feeling that yeah you know probably people giving up on a little too 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 early on Brock Purdy the San Francisco team I think is better than a lot of people uh, think even though they had lost three in a row but are they the same Niners team that they were earlier in the season Panther do you did you get that feeling that yeah this is it the Niners they've turned the corner back in the right direction well they got I mean the turnovers, right? For Brock Purdy and the turnovers. You don't turn over the ball. It makes a world of difference. This is, I, I think this is a bigger win than even we want to overstate it. They went on the road. They came off a bye. Uh, three weeks of not only losing, but only putting up 17 points in each one of those games and absolutely dominated a Jacksonville team that we like in their own backyard. Like this was as big of a win as San Francisco has had all year. And I think they needed it for their own confidence, for their own mojo, because they still are. I, I wasn't ready to bury them, but man, they, they left you scratching your head and then questioning whether they belong in the conversation. I think they reasserted themselves here that, yeah, they belong in the conversation. It was a premature, uh, piling of dirt on their coffin uh yeah i think the 49ers are back and everybody needs to be have their eyes open again that let's not overlook this 49ers team as long as they're relatively healthy yeah i totally agree i i, I totally agree everything you just said there i mean uh i'm i'm one for burying dirt on teams prematurely all hail the texas rangers world series champions <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't ready to do it with the Niners and I'm still, you know, I I think that yeah. It's a dangerous team and you're looking in the NFC. If you're looking in the NFC right now, it's the Eagles, it's the Lions, we'll get to them. Uh it is the Niners. I think I'm ready to throw Minnesota, the Vikings into the conversation there. I I I Isn't think that so. Crazy? I I <laughs> think I'm ready to throw Minnesota in there and I guess this next team point number 5 the Dallas Cowboys, because I'm just, I'm looking at the little ESPN ticker on the bottom of my screen. They just scored again and again and again. Uh, Giants, man, they fucking sucked out there. It was a 49-17 loss to a division opponent. Giants are last in the league in points per game. They score 11.8 points per game, Panther. I think that is what the Miami Dolphins score in a quarter on average. 
Uh, <laughs> Giants fourth worst in points allowed. I mean, what's Brian Dabble to do for here the rest on the rest of the season, Panther? I mean, what what you're the head coach of the Giants right now. What what do you do? Lose. You, you lose. Whether you want to or not, you're just going to lose. DeVito's not the answer. Barkley, I mean, teams are just going to tee off on Barkley and make you beat them with DeVito, which is not going to happen. The Giants are bad, and I don't think there's any answers for this team. They better not blame Dabble for this ineptitude because, quite frankly, they just don't have that much talent. It'll be interesting to see what happens on Wednesday with our D-Gen rank. But <laughs> kind of hard to argue that the Giants aren't the worst team in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I, think, I think it's going to end up being that way. I, I really do. As I mentioned, you know, fucking 11.8 points per game. That's that's absolutely atrocious. Um, you know, it's funny, too, is, you know, I uh, saw this cute little story about uh, Tommy DeVito still lives at home in Cedar Grove. Cedar Grove, right right near me, by the way. It's like 10 minutes away from me. So I know Cedar Grove. It's a nice little area. Uh, but he lives at home and his mom still makes his bed and does his laundry and cooks for him. And I'm thinking in my head, it's like, God damn it. I've been making my bed since I was like fucking eight years old. I've been doing my laundry since I was eight years old. I've been cooking since I was fucking eight years old. And here's a grown man, fucking starting quarterback of the Giants, and his mom's still doing that shit for him. Grow a pair, buddy. Get a fucking shitty apartment in Bayonne like I did. Do something with your fucking life. <laughs> Supposed to like being a shitty quarterback on the Giants. God damn. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hard not to fucking boost the Cowboys in our rankings, but I like in my head, I still think that they're an eight or nine team. Like I, I don't care. I the Giants, you get no credit for that. No. In fact, giving up 17 points to the fucking Giants though. That's, 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 that's really bad. Honestly, we I might have you... to drop them. <laughs> Point number six. Got a question for you. Is Geno Smith back? He had a hell of a year last year. We remember uh, replacing Russell Wilson over there in Seattle. And this season's been Good, not great. Still, Seattle's been one of those teams. Maybe we throw Seattle in that conversation too. I've been uh, maybe I leapfrog Seattle with Minnesota. It's, again, hard to argue. Fucking what? Five wins in a row from uh, Minnesota. But uh, Seattle been competitive all year. Got their asses kicked last week to Baltimore. Bounced back this week with uh, a game-winning field goal over the Commanders. But it was, it was the Geno Smith story, right? He's, uh, maybe he's starting to click. Uh, Thirty-one of forty-seven. Uh, 369 yards, I think it was. Yeah, 369 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, man, what do you think? Gino back? You ready to back Gino? Um, I, listen, he's going to have good games like that. He's going to have mediocre games. I think he's explosive enough to be called more than a game manager. They don't ask him to just be a game manager. He needs to make plays. The, the Seahawks are a better team when Geno makes plays. They don't have a Marshawn Lynch. They don't have the, a running game that they can just rely on. So uh, in the old adage of let Russ cook, they need to let Geno cook. And if they just cut the man loose, let him do his thing, the Seahawks can be a very dangerous team. This is the best situation he's ever been in in his career. I don't think they knew they were getting their full-time guy when they let Russ leave and brought Geno in, but I think it's hard to argue the results that he's brought to the Seahawks. This is his team, and if they just call the plays and let him do his thing, uh, this is a very dangerous team. You can't sit here and say 
that with the wide receivers that he's got and his arm and his mobility that on a good day, they can't beat the Eagles or beat the 49ers or beat the Lions because they can't. Um, yeah, I, I, I like, I'm not ready to anoint them anything, but I do believe the Seahawks team are capable of going on a run and Gino is their guy. Should be noted that Gina Smith played for both the Jets and the Giants, and they let him go. So, uh, way to go, New Jersey. <laughs> let Gina Smith go. Uh, extra point here. I mentioned it. The Seattle Seahawks beat the Commanders on a game-winning field goal. But did you know, Panther, that was the fifth, fifth game-winning field goal yesterday, setting an NFL record? So, of course, Cleveland, the Browns beat Baltimore. Houston, we mentioned that, beat Cincinnati. Arizona, they beat Atlanta. And Detroit beat the Chargers, all on game-winning field goals. Now, we already talked about two of these games, but here's the summary of the other three. The Ravens blew a lead. Colin Murray returned and didn't suck. And the Lions can go toe-to-toe offensively with anyone. I think I know your answer, but which game out of those three surprised you the most? Oh, my God. It's got to be the Browns. And it has to be the Browns. With what was it like five minutes left? Baltimore had a two touchdown lead. And they were they were on a roll. They're smoking teams. And we talk about Cleveland's defense, right? Well, Baltimore got to that defense. Baltimore forgot to play defense themselves. It has to be the Browns. There's no way anybody saw that coming. Yeah, especially if you get back in the Wayback Machine to the Friday episode where we're talking about this game because you bet on on the Ravens. And, you know, my 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 instant reaction is like, yeah, division games are weird. I think it's going to be a close one, dot, dot, dot. Yet, I, if we come in on Monday to do the touchdown and it's a blowout on the Ravens side, I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm watching this game. I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. It was and both. Then, <laughs> and then it turned out to be both. Yeah, it's hard, hard to argue. Um. That Lions Chargers game, fun as shit, made me a little worried. Yeah, made me a little bit worried of the 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 Detroit defense. Of course, it was reminiscent of last year's Detroit defense. But again, offensively, I mean, you you put them in a battle against the Niners or 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 Philadelphia in the playoffs. You're not going to tell me that's going to be fun as shit. Or Minnesota now at this point with the way that their offense is going, or Seattle. I mean, man, the Lions the Lions going to be a fun team to watch. Don't know if they can win at all unless their defense gets a little tighter, uh, especially because we saw teams kind of fucking shut down Justin Herbert in recent recent weeks. So I was a little worried about the Lions there, but that was fun. And, man, Kyler Murray looked pretty good out there. It was not rusty. I think they waited their time with Kyler. He made some big plays. Looked like he was having fun out there. It was weird. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe Kyler Murray is the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, that is it. Your week 10 touchdown. We're going to take a quick break after that. Lots of stuff to bet on. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. 
Sign up now and take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We are back. Possibly never even left you. We got a Monday Night Football game, Panther. We have the Denver Broncos. I believe they're in Buffalo. Right? They're in Buffalo. ESPN, please be right. Uh, and the Buffalo Bills are minus seven. What are you doing in this one? Uh, first, I'm chastising the NFL for putting the Denver Broncos in prime time again, as if you didn't learn your lesson from the five times last year. You continue to give us this shit show. They belong on Thursday night or local only TV. Nobody wants to see this. And yet here we are. The Buffalo Bills are just like. Uh, the Chargers, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, like, they can be really good. They can be really bad. But even if they're really bad, which I don't think they will be in primetime on a Monday night against Denver, they should be able to handle the Broncos by seven points. I'm a, uh, None of this other shit that happened yesterday should play a factor, but it does give me a little, God damn it, this better not be the sixth game-winning walk-off field goal of the weekend, but I'm going to lay the seven and take the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yeah, me too. Uh, I'm doing this so we can lock this into the DJ parlay. Uh, I know this term gets used way too many fucking times, Panther, but this is a must-win game for the Bills. We went through their schedule. We went through their schedule, and it's going to be tough for them to make the playoffs as it is. If they lose this one, I think they're out of the playoffs. That would drop them to 5-5. Five and five. Now, listen, they got the Jets next week. They should win that one. I know division games are weird. They should win that one. At Eagles, at Chiefs, at Cowboys, at Chargers. Eek. Yeah, a four-game stretch where, at best, you're going 2-2. Two and two. 
at best, you're going two and two in that stretch. Patriots, they'll beat the Patriots, and then at Miami to close out the season, you got to hope that Miami's just running away with things and resting players at that point. It's a tough fucking gauntlet for this team to make the playoffs. They have to win this one, and they have to do so in convincing fashion, I feel. And I think they do, right? Uh, don't like the Broncos. Don't like the Broncos on the road. I, th- I think, you know, if, if this was in Denver, I might not be eating seven. The line probably be like five, I guess, or four or something like that, right? Um, but, I mean, on, on the road here in, 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 you know, it's getting cold over here. By the way, It's like it's 27 degrees right now here in New Jersey. I can imagine in Buffalo at game time, it's going to be cold as shit. Now I get it. Denver, cold weather team. They're used to that. Yeah, yeah, mile high. I know. But that Buffalo chill, there's something to that Panther. <laughs> something to that Buffalo chill just goes through your fucking spine. It's Lambo-esque at times over there. I, I really do think that Josh Allen has to have a big game. In fact, you know what he needs to have? He needs to have a 50 fantasy point game, Panther. 50 points he needs today. He absolutely has to do that. Because if not, I lose my week. <laughs> so... <laughs> I I really think Buffalo gets it done today. So yeah, twenty five dollar bet on the Bills. Okay, uh, light day in the rest of the sports. Um, uh, man, I don't got much I'm betting on today. But let's ho- head over to the NBA where we do have four games. I got one that I'm betting on. How about you? You you like anything today? Listen, this is the day that DJs love, man. It's a bet them all day. I'm betting everything. Wow, awesome. I- I love them all. Let's start with the Knicks at your Boston Celtics. Uh, Knicks are starting to turn the page a little bit. They're playing a little bit better. But Boston at home, are you kidding me? The Knicks aren't winning this. The only question is, does Boston beat the shit out of them? Yeah. Yeah, I think they do. Eight and a half. We've seen these lines for the Celtics for the first part of the season. And they're covering, Max. They're beating teams by 20 points. It's redonkulous, at least at home. Maybe not so much on the road. But at home, yeah, it's not close. I will eat those eight and a half points and take yourselves. Yeah, 4-0 and at home. They look really, really good in front of the garden crowd over there. Uh, I Listen, I, yeah, I, th- I, I think the Celtics should win this one. Uh, if it wasn't for the really, really hot fucking start of the Sixers, you know, we would be talking about Boston as, you know, just runaway best team in the East, but they're not because the Sixers are the best team in the East as it stands right now. Uh, see what Maxi did yesterday? I did. Yeah. Amazing. And, and, you know, fucking Kelly Oubre Jr. gets hit by a car and, you know, they fucking, uh, now they've got something to really play for other than celebrating James Harden getting the fuck out of town. By the way, if you haven't seen we this have yet, a one. if you haven't, if you haven't seen this yet, there's a fucking clip of, you know, James Harden, uh, getting the ball, dribbling like a bunch of times, shooting a fucking air ball. And then his team gets a rebound, passes it back to him. He dribbles the ball a bunch of times and then fucking misses a layup. And it's like, that is James Harden right there in a fucking nutshell. Anyway, um, I'm going to lean the Knicks with the points here. I do think Boston wins a tad bit too many for my liking. So a lean on New York. All right, next game up. Let's talk about Washington crossing the border, going to Toronto. On paper, I like this Toronto team. As a whole, though, they're just not... They're getting better, but they just don't seem to be clicking. Sometimes Siakam goes for 31. Sometimes Siakam goes for 12. Like, I just don't know what to think about this team. 
I don't like Washington, but you're going to give me nine and a half against a 500, sub-500 team? I got to take the points. Give me the bullets. Yes, the bullets. And the nine and a half points for 10 bucks. I'm going to one-up you on this one. I think this is a winnable game for Washington. So if we're looking at the money line, plus 370, maybe, maybe you eye that up. I think that there's a chance that Washington could win this one. Uh, but I'm with you. I'll lean the Wizards getting the points. Nine and a half just seems a tad bit too many uh, against a Raptors team that, yeah, they're good. But they, it's remember when they were unbeatable at home? That's not this Raptors team anymore. They, they're they're definitely fucking beatable. Um, looks like, you know, Washington's just letting Jordan Poole do whatever the fuck he wants out there. So he's happy <laughs> because he gets to do whatever. He can shoot fucking air balls and fucking, you know, shoot threes and close his eyes and turn around and miss them. You know, he can do whatever the fuck he wants there. So if Jordan Poole has a big game, then I, I do think Washington has a chance to outright win this one. I'll lean the whiz with the points. All right, next game up. The Bulls are going to Milwaukee. Take on the Bucks. Um, um is it crazy to say I don't like the Bucks? Like, I, I know they so-called improved with Lillard, and Lillard is doing his thing. Maybe to the chagrin of Giannis don't know what to do because Lillard is the alpha on this team right now, and I think it's throwing this team for a, a loop. Chicago's playing better. They started off pretty slow, but they're playing better, including on the road. I think this is a winnable game. The Bucs have been beaten at home. They could definitely be beaten here. I'll take the three and a half points and put 10 bucks on doubles. I don't want this to be considered shade. I don't want this to be, you know, taken the wrong way. All I'm going to say is, in this simple statement is thank you, Milwaukee, for Drew Holiday. <laughs> That's all, that's all I'm going to say. You guys made your decision to move away from Holiday. I am very thankful for that because I think Drew Holiday is an amazing fucking fit on this Celtics team. So thank you for that. Uh, defensively, stellar. Uh, offensively, really fucking good. Fits in his role. Can go off if he needs to. Thank you for Drew Holiday. Uh, it doesn't seem to have worked out just yet with the Lillard-Giannis fucking dynamic. Um Lillard's also a little banged up. He's, 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 you know, so this game's at home. Milwaukee really, really good at home. And, uh, you know, Chicago has, has struggled on the road. That said, I, I don't think this Milwaukee team is just there yet of beating teams by double digits. I just, I don't see it in them just yet. There's other teams in the league and I can run down a list. The Celtics, the Sixers, the Denver Nuggets, uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Dallas Mavs. Like, these are the teams that are beating teams regularly by double digits. I'm not seeing that from Milwaukee. So, for me, I got one NBA bet today. This is the one $10 bet on the Bulls. Last game up, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going out west. Actually, they've been out west. Uh, taking on the Sacramento Kings. Uh, this is not the first time that this has happened this season where the Kings are at home, and they're very good at home. Fox is not injured, that I can tell. Sabonis definitely is not injured. And the Kings are getting points. I'm missing something here, Max. Something smells. I'm going to go in, dick first into this trap. Give me the Kings for 10 bucks. Uh, it says Fox is doubtful for today, so I don't think he's actually going to suit up today. I think De'Aaron oh, Fox will probably misses another game uh, today. I'm going to lean Cleveland in this one. I Something was up with this one. 
like I, I wasn't feeling great about this one, uh, really. I mean, I do think that, you know, well, good matchup team, like fully healthy, fully healthy. Like I would love to see a seven game series between the Kings and, and Cleveland, you know, just on paper with the how, like how they would match up with the bigs and, and, and just like the guards and the guard play, like everything kind of like this would be a fun fucking seven game series. You got one fucking game right here without De'Aaron Fox, possibly. I'll lean Cleveland. That is your entire NBA slate, Max. Over to the ice. We got a pair of games there, and you said you're betting them all, so I'm assuming that includes hockey as well. And I, I think I final finalized the fucking DJ parlay with this first game. But go ahead, Panther. Make your pick in this first game. The Islanders are at Edmonton, and I have no fucking clue. What? Why is Edmonton minus 165? What? What happened? Did did the Vegas odds makers like just snort some coke and drink too much tequila? Like, what the hell happened here? Did the Islanders get in a plane crash and these are like some ECHL scrubs or something? I don't know what the fuck's going on. This stinks to high heaven. Give me the Islanders and that beautiful plus line. Listen, the Islanders are not a very good team this year. They will not make the playoffs more than likely. They will probably, you know, struggle to win some games. I don't think that this is one of them, though. I think this is a game that they win. Plus 145. Yeah, I I mean, the implied probability for me is about 49%, which, you know, getting a plus line? Fuck yeah, I'm going to do that. So it's more of a coin flip game to me. So you're giving me plus 145. I'm going to fucking take it. $10 bet on the Islanders. All right, last game up. The Colorado Avalanche are going to Seattle. Take on the Kraken. Kraken got off to a pretty slow start. I think we almost had them in the worst team in NHL conversation. But they've righted the ship. They've won some games. They've been respectable. They've been competitive. Colorado's managed to lose some games. And now they're just a little bit over 500. But the Avs are still the better team. I think that this probably should have been closer to minus 175. So at minus 155, I think there's value in the abs. I'm jumping on Colorado for 10 bucks. Yeah, I I just hated this one. I'm going to lean Colorado with you. Uh, This line's getting, I won't say better, but it's, you get minus 145 right now is the best line you're going to get. Some books do have this down to minus 156. It's... It doesn't. It, it's the line movement isn't there that I would anticipate it. Um, I'm going to lean Colorado with you. Something seems off with this one. But anyway, we do have our DJ parlay for the day. We've got the Buffalo Bills in the NFL minus seven points on Monday Night Football against the Denver Broncos. We've got the New York Islanders plus one forty five on the ice, and then our NBA play was the Chicago Bulls getting eight and a half against the Milwaukee. Bucks and that DJ parlay will pay 784 on this Monday, as we mentioned earlier in the show. Panther is on vacation. So if you want to submit your application to sub in for him next week, the criteria is you have to be able to record around 6 a.m. Eastern. You need a somewhat stable uh internet connection, and you gotta have a pretty good microphone. I gotta be able to hear you. If you hit those three fucking criteria, you know, submit an application. I don't think you could ever supplant Panther because he's actually got a pretty good personality and he's pretty good at what he does over here. But for a week, if you want to fill in, eh, let me know. Panther, take us home. All right, guys. Not that I'm counting, but four more days of podcasting. 
six more days of reality and it's vacation time. But you know the deal. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on X Twitter. Most exclusively, it's right here in our Discord channel. Join the Asylum. Come in here and shoot the shit with us. Listen to us live like Homer J. Simpson and X Chris. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.